Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. With your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. You know his motto. He's excited to be alive. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. So, Heavenly Father, bless us our eyes to see. 
Bless our ears and our mind and our soul to hear. Bless us, Lord, as we intake wisdom. But let us not be vainglorious or selfish in what we read. Bless us as dads, reading becomes an heirloom of inheritance where wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is shared. Bless us, Lord, as we are not tied to the curriculum of the world, but to the wisdom of your word. Bless us, Lord, as we learn and grow as men and as dads, as we read, not merely for comprehension, but unto glory. Thank you, Lord, for victory. Bless us, Lord, to be literate biblically, literate financially, and literate in every way, shape, and form so that we may read the room, read body language, and read gestures and inferences and symbols and signs so that we may be aware and appreciative of all that you do, all that you've done, and where you're taking things. Thank you, Lord, for victory in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach. As we get those R's out of the way, the reading, the writing, and the arithmetic, but we're focused on the reading in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Elder Ron! <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, my brother? Yes, sir. And I know you're a reader and a leader. You know deep foundations are necessary when you're building a structure especially a house or, or a tall building, and for it to last and for it to be stable, whether the earth or the wind or the rain or whatever comes, you need a deep foundation with rebar in the cement. But same thing with reading. They say reading is fundamental, which means it's foundational. A strong and deep literacy blesses families and homes with structure and longevity, reading physical books and or listening to audio books edifies us as fathers. But sharing the experience of reading and the wisdom found in the literature and prose that we uh, um, intake edifies our children and thus our family and our legacy. So we're going to discuss the importance of reading for multi-generational benefitation, but also to benefit those who come behind us. So, Elder, Elder Ron, I know you have a story of the importance of reading. You are a reader and a leader, and those two go together. So, Elder Ron, why is reading is important to you? I already know. The audience doesn't know. Tell them and tell them why reading is important to you. You know, one of my favorite sayings is, uh, you got three hours to spare, but that's how <laughs> long we could be here to get you started. Uh, man, reading, give you the, the clux of it, but I'm going to say it in a quick nutshell. I wouldn't be here today doing what I'm doing if it had not been for the skill of reading. Amen. Just to show you how important reading is to your everyday life. And with that being said, I didn't start out with 
the joy of reading. It didn't just, just happen. It was a necessity for me. Outside of the classroom, I want to clarify that, outside of the classroom on my own individual personal time, when I was a little boy, that's when it started. And it started because I was not able to do the things that the other little boys in my age bracket at that time were able to do, like go outside and play with each other and run and have fun and just fall and, do you know, do all the things that little boys do when they're at five and six and, and, and you know, years of age. Due to I had a medical situation that I didn't understand the extent of it until I got a little bit older, and it made me kind of go, whoa. And I understood why, why my mother and the rest of my family were so protective of me and why when they wouldn't let me go out and play with the other kids, the other boys, and I felt some kind of way about that, as they like to say today, um, I didn't understand. They were protecting me and protecting my life because I had a severe physical situation with my heart that would not allow me to play with the other boys with the roughness that boys play with um, because it could have very well caused me to have lost my life if something had happened. So with that being said, I had to stay indoors. And I got tired of looking out the window, man, and watching the kids play. So I had to figure out what I was going to do to keep me busy. So I started, you know, like any young kid, as they do, they all we all know about comic books. So I started reading comic books, and I read both the uh, DC comics and 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 the other comics. You know, it didn't make no difference at that point. I mean, I just enjoyed them. So as I read the comics, I started, and I would start reading the cartoons in the newspaper. And that led to me starting to read the rest of the newspaper because I found there were other parts of the newspaper that had some interesting things. So I started reading them until it got to the point where every day forward to reading the newspaper. And then going from the newspaper, I started finding that there were things that I liked and there were books that corresponded with the things I liked. Like I liked animals and I liked science and I had this immense love for history, you know, learning about people and places and things, um, countries and, and 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 the politics of, you know, kings and queens. Who was the king of here and the queen of there? And when did they reign? I mean, the whole etnogenata, as they say. And it just began to accelerate at that point. I started wanting to read everything that I could find because I started having an enjoyment in reading. It was exciting to pick up a book and read. And for me, it was non-fictional books, not fictional books. So let me get y'all to understand that. I wasn't reading mm-hmm. fictional books. I was reading non-fictional. I mean, hardcore stuff. You know, and it got to a point where I began to read so much and so effectively and efficiently that I found myself being able to read two and three books a day. I mean, full books. And the average nice size book, um, would you say, Jeremy, is about maybe 200 plus pages? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it's usually mm-hmm. around somewhere between 200. You know, it's a real full size book. Well, to give you an idea, I used to read at least two of those a day. And it got to the point where I could read a whole book in a little under an hour and then pick up another one and read that and and maintain and remember everything in the book from the front to the back, from the middle. I could tell you anything about the book. 
starting from you start me from the front, or you start me from the back, or you start me from the middle. I can tell you everything about the book. And it concluded with me finally picking up things like encyclopedias and reading those because I had this love for reading. I found a new world when I read. The world I couldn't go outside and enjoy with the kids, I found it in the books I read. And that in turn led me to, I think it was the um, fifth grade where uh, the teacher discovered, she realized my skill level of reading and it, it she was just overwhelmed. And when they tested me, fifth grade, I was already reading on an eighth grade reading level, junior high reading level in the fifth grade. Wow. <laughs> wow. It allowed um, my comprehension of things to be a lot more pronounced than most children my age. I paid attention to things with a little bit more, you know, in depthness. Um, mm-hmm. began to cause other things to happen internally with the mind. Uh, my speech and everything just was just very pronounced, and I understood words that most in those age brackets didn't understand. I could comprehend and break something down and articulate things uh, on the level. As I looked at TV, I could look at things on TV and and get the overwhelming. Yes, yes. Um, we're going to pick up on this after these messages. We'll be right, right back. Brothers, are you looking for a safe place and a welcome space to discuss their challenges and connect with like-minded individuals? Look no further. Our weekly meetings provide an open forum for men to share and learn and grow. Join Brother and Fathering every Thursday at 6 p.m. at 3951 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge, Georgia. Topics will include mental health, relationships, career growth, and more. Our experienced facilitators ensure a respectful and judgment-free environment. Do not let challenges hold you back. Join us as a part of the supportive community. Let's navigate life's journey together. Join Further and Fathering. You can look us up at www.furtherandfathering.org or you can call us at 888-380-3370. Also, coming in September, not only the breakfast in Georgia on September 16th, but the breakfast in New York. And on September 12th and 20th, we'll be uh, working in Centennial Elementary School doing Literacy Legacy. We suggest and encourage reading. That is our suggested reading. The Furthering Fathering Program Literacy Legacy is designed to foster reading as a normal and multi-generational activity. Reading book clubs, creative writing, public speaking, and online reading guest readers and workshops serve as a background for like-minded dads to build a community based in literacy. When a dad reads to his child, literacy is established as important. When a dad listens to his child read aloud, vocabulary improves. The courage to speak publicly is sparked. 
the space where literacy is embraced by families becomes an empowerment zone. Again, at 888-380-3370, if you would like literacy legacy in your school district or in your church or organization. Again, 888-380-3370. Or you can email us at info at furtheringfathering.org. Oh, boy, we are listening to the best fatherhood radio show in the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Yes, yes, yes. Developing a legacy of literacy. Letting our kids see us read and hear us listen. Yeah, Elder Ron was really speaking of his love and thirst for reading and how it developed over time. Um, we have a, a, another another guest on the line. Is that Brother Greg? <laughs> yeah, man. How y'all brothers doing? All right, uh, all right, all right. Excited Happy to be, be alive. alive excited to be alive. Welcome, yes, welcome, sir. welcome. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, Elder Ron, you finished how, as you went through books and encyclopedias and things started getting better, is there a connectivity to reading and your fatherhood? Is there a connectivity to your reading and your fatherhood? Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Oh, man, I watched uh, with my children growing up. It gave me the ability and the confidence that when it came to school and them, you know, and, and instructing and helping them at home, there was no problem because I always emphasized to them the importance of reading. And not just my children, but my grandchildren as well. I think one of the most profound stories that my wife has always told people, and it's ironic because somebody drew a cartoon of that very situation, and that person I had never met, but it was like they were right in the living room and drew it from a, a scenario. Whereas the way I read so much that when I came home, my first activity outside of playing basketball, you know, the sport I love, um, if I wasn't doing that, I was somewhere reading. Mm. So it continued through my adulthood. Uh, reading is my hobby. It's my lifeblood and it's my hobby, so as you well know. But mm-hmm. I was on my couch one day, and I was reading a particular book. And my grandson, my, my, my third oldest grandson, he came in the house. And he saw me. He hugged me, kissed me on the cheek. I kissed him on the cheek. You know, for all y'all dads out there, yeah, love on your boys. They appreciate it more than you understand. Okay, it doesn't mean you make less of a man when you and your, and your grandsons and your sons kiss on the forehead and the cheek. Uh, that That's an intimacy of love that should be between the father and the sons to that point where it just, it just takes it deep. But that's a story for another day. But back to the reading. Um, I was sitting on the couch reading, and I was reading uh, uh, one of my books, Miles Monroe's, one of his books. And I was really engaged, and he disappeared for a minute. And he came back, and I saw him when he came back in the living room. I saw him sitting on the couch, and I didn't. And the TV was on. It was a sports 
game on. It was a basketball game on, but I was so intense in my reading, I wasn't even playing the game no more. And his grandmother walked in and said, and she cracked up laughing, which drew me away from reading. And I looked up, mm-hmm. and she looked at me, and she cut her eye to look over where he was. And I turned around. This young man had a book in his hand, and he was sitting next to me with his book open. And just like I had my leg crossed, he had his leg crossed, and he was reading his book. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. For lack of using the technology that blew my mind, it showed the importance of how what we do impacts our children on levels sometimes we're not even thinking about. Exactly. He understood. He wanted to emulate me to the point that he wouldn't got his book, and he mm-hmm. sat down and wasn't just sitting there with the book in his hand. He had it open and he was consciously reading his book. Because he knew it was important that I emulate what my grandfather's doing because I know who he is and what he does, and I want to grow up and be like him. So if he's reading, I'm going to read. Yes, yes, yes. They, they say that there's no book on parenting, but guess what? As Lamont and I always say, you, Dad, are the book on parenting. You, Dad, are the book on fatherhood. Yes. That's right. It is, it, is, it is your behavior that gets modeled. So when you're intentional about being pensive, being a thinker, planning and reading, that will become normalcy and the expectation as maturity sets in for those around you and see you. And it's not limited to your children. I remember no, being on the train uh, in the morning when I was commuting with Doreen, my wife, and we would commute to the city. And when we got on the train, no matter how tired we were, I would open up the Bible. We would read a chapter at a time, and I would read out loud to her. And she'd ultimately doze off and fall asleep. <laughs> and, and the same thing on the way back, uh, a reading. Uh, as a matter of fact, during the time of 9-11, I, I always had a Star Wars book on my on my desk in my cubicle um, because downstairs mm-hmm. under Five World Trade Center was Borders Bookstore. And during my lunch break, right, right. I would go down there and purchase a book. So I had a lineup of books. They all got burned in the fire, but I had a lineup of books all across. So, so one of those days when you can't go out and get something to eat or what have you, and you had to be <clears> taking lunch, you could I could sit at my desk and read. Reading is yeah. important. Reading is, is important. And, and, and multi-generational literacy uh, is vital where reading or listening to books is used to enhance various types of literacy across the generations. Uh, it can offer several advantages to strengthen the father-child relationship. Here are about seven of them real quick. Financial literacy. I remember mm-hmm. one of the books I used to read to Doreen, and it was her book actually, was Rich Dad Poor Dad. And okay. financial literacy is reading focused on financial concepts, budgeting, investing, entrepreneurship, and, and can impart valuable financial literacy skills to fathers and to children. Because 
when the Rockefellers and all those families paid for and bought what is now the public school system, they did not desire thinkers, critical thinkers, or leaders. It was specifically designed to create workers. If you want to give your children a head start, you want to teach them the R's even before they're in the formative times of the, of the school system and the, the, the state-sponsored curriculum. You, uh, you will, they will not get it, financial it literacy. Difference. Yes, um, they oh, grow yeah. up um, making decisions that are informed with a strong foundation in financial understanding, uh, fostering a sense of responsibility and empowerment. In this day and age, there's also technological literacy. Everybody's walking around with a computer in their hands, reading text, but engaging with books, both audio and visual, uh, about literacy and computer programming and digital innovation allows both fathers and children to stay updated on the rapidly Mm -hmm. uh, evolving technological landscape. Uh, Shared learning can lead to more open and effective communication about positives and the negatives of modern technology, bridging Mm -hmm. generational gaps and promoting deeper understanding of the digital world. It also will cause you to realize that there needs to be a time when things are turned off. Next is cultural literacy. Cultural literacy is exploring literature that delves into the diverse cultures, traditions, and perspectives that enhance a cultural understanding, especially your Mm -hmm. own culture, uh, um, and even the cultures of those around you so that you can relate and understand where people are coming from. Fathers and children can learn about the world's rich tapestry of societies, fostering empathy, tolerance, and a broader worldview. These discussions also deepen the bond between generations, sharing an appreciation of cultural heritage. Oh, man, Mm -hmm. it's, it's time to take a break, and we will be right back. Yes, brothers, are you looking for a safe and welcoming space to discuss your challenges? and connect with like-minded individuals, look no further. Our weekly meetings at Further and Fathering are an open forum for men to share, learn, and grow together. Every Thursday at 6 p.m. at 3951 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge, Georgia. The topics will include mental health, relationships, career growth, and much much more. Our experienced facilitators ensure a respectful and judgment-free environment. Don't let challenges hold you back. Join us and be part of a supportive community. Let's navigate life's journey together. The conversation. They'll connect. We connect with conversation. Re-entering society, looking to connect with a good men's group, 
ironing, sharpening, ironing the face plate. A need with legitimation, guidance, navigating, child support, all things available through furthering fathering the men of Henry County. Also, Literacy Legacy, we suggest and encourage reading. That's our suggested reading. The Furthering Fathering Program Literacy Legacy is designed to foster reading as a normal and multi-generational activity. Book clubs, creative writing, public speaking, and online reading, guest readers, and workshops serve as a backdrop for like-minded dads to build communities based in literacy. When a dad reads to his child, literacy is established as important. When a dad listens to his child read aloud, vocabulary improves, and the courage to speak publicly is sparked. Space where literacy is embraced by families becomes an empowerment zone. You are now listening to the best fatherhood radio show in the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Yes, developing a legacy of literacy. Let your kids see you reading and hear you listen. The brothers are back in the building. Yes, yes, yes. So we were going through uh, the various types of literacy. We started off with with uh, 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 financial, then technological, then cultural. But then there's a, a, a biblical literacy. Studying the text together can strengthen the child and father relationship through shared spiritual exploration. Engaging with the text Bible promotes meaningful discussions about faith, values, and moral principles. This shared journey can create a strong sense of unity. It can foster a lifestyle of praise. It can also create a strong sense of belief within the family. Historical literacy. Historical literacy is reading books after and that explore history, both global and local. It allows fathers and children to connect with the past and understand how it shapes the present. This shared mm-hmm. knowledge encourages conversations about historical events, their significance, and the lessons that they offer because those who don't recall, regard, and remember the past are destined and doomed to repeat it, especially the negative past. Or it takes longer to learn what is necessary in the positive past. You have to Mm -hmm. retrace steps that you could normally gain had you already known. That's interesting, man. You know, um, you said something, a couple of things are very profound there. Number yes. one is people don't understand that intelligence is connected to the ability to recall facts and systems. Yes. Reading 
does that. It creates that atmosphere for you to be able to do that. It, it creates an atmosphere of wisdom and intellect and understanding. And we know that wisdom is connected to truth and purpose. You know, um, another arena that we don't think about that's so profound in there is that um, we talk about doing these things in the connection between the child and the parent. It creates an atmosphere of honor and an encouragement. Because, you know, honor is the recognition of value, and value is the recognition is the lifeblood of relationship. And the level of your honor is the level of your relationship. So when you develop a, a circumstance where your children have an honor of you and you have an honor of them, you are building a powerful, powerful, powerful relationship. In there, it creates love and trust and, and allows character to be built. And there's an, a mutual appreciation. And and it's based on 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 a, on a on a platform of peace because there's no help to self in there when you're doing what you're doing. That's just a place. That's a, a place of comfort, a place of encouragement. You know, um, when children, when you do that, bring that kind of encouragement to your children. Um, it 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 becomes a mental, uh, uh, what we call a endurance, and and then that empowers us to produce. As fathers to produce a you know every year for growth and stability in the in the in the, in the family, you know so um, reading does so much, man. It, it, you know exactly. I had I think seven things I talked about it it, it it brings. First of all, it creates truth, especially when you talk about culture. You talk about the world affairs. Understanding what's true and what's stimulated by something else that's not true is very important to decision making. Uh, and when you allow truth to come in, truth does what? The truth does three things. It hurts, it discriminates against anything false, and it makes you free. So when you're pushing truth and projecting truth through reading and, and learning, it helps uh, your children understand what's right and wrong, what what kind of decisions to make, what is, is profitable and what's not. You know, it creates ability for them to be effective and efficient. It creates that atmosphere of communication. It builds in them confidence. And it creates between you and them a mutual trust and respect. And it grows a passion in them, a hunger. And they understand that this helps them to be accountable, to have an accountability with them. You know, as Proverbs 27, 17 tells us, it's, it's, it's iron sharpening iron. So one person sharpens another, you know. And and powerful man. I mean, uh, I believe yeah. Dick. I'm gonna pick up those points. No, no, no. Um, uh, um, it's 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 important, especially as we got to uh, biblical and historical literacy. You mentioned the word truth. <laughs> so many in today's society say your truth. There is no such thing as your truth. There's exactly. only your limited, finite perspective. You can only see from ultraviolet to infrared. You can't see beyond those parameters. You have a limited DB in terms of what you can hear and even mm -hmm. more limited what you can see, learn, and understand. We only use a small percentage of our brain power. So you do not own a truth. A moral being cannot own a truth. It can believe a truth. It can hold yes. to a truth. It can deny a truth. But truth is, and everything that's not the truth 
is a deception or is a lie, even your own opinion. Mm-hmm. So, so reading historically and biblically aligns you with truth. Also, hope is comes from reading also because you have predictive literature. Reading futuristic mm-hmm. and speculative literature encourages imaginative thinking and foresight. You know I love that word because foresight is a part of appreciation. <laughs> Hindsight, foresight, and insight. But foresight. Insight. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fathers right. and children can explore what the future might hold. Discuss emerging trends, technological advancements, and potential challenges. This can lead to engaging conversations about innovation, ethical considerations, Mm -hmm. and the impact of choices. Because we have free will, we make choices. It's good that our free will be informed by what happened in the past, what's happening now, and what could potentially happen in the future. Even our hearing, you know, faith comes by hearing, right? When you read, even when you read silently, you are hearing your narrative voice. Sometimes that voice sounds like the characters you're reading about. And it's in your imagination. Sometimes it sounds like your parent. Sometimes it sounds like an actor or someone, but there's always a narrative voice while you read silently. When you read aloud, you hear your own voice. When you're thinking, you hear a voice. So there's a connection between reading and thinking. Mm -hmm. It's why you grow sharper in your thinking when you're reading. What you're reading is code. You're, you're, you're connecting symbols and signs that are coalesced and brought to form words that have meaning. So as you're reading across in a sentence right to left in, in much of the world, in Hebrew, from left to right, but as you're reading uh-huh. across, you are gathering a, 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 a depth of meaning from the symbols and the signs that you see, and you're connecting the dots. It also blesses you so that you become sharp even in your imagination. And as your imagination and your understanding grows, you grow in the ability to read things like body language. You're able to, to, to because of context, you are now able to understand inferences. And as you become a leader or someone who can discern and serve, which is a leader, (laughs) you can discern, which is reading the spiritual inception, reading the situation, and reading the spiritual implication. You see the broader perspective of what is potentially happening spiritually, the wise, loving decision uh, based on relationship, based in wisdom, based in encouragement, based in warning, based in hope, based on quality information. So reading gets the mind 
going. It, 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 you know, like when a car breaks down, sometimes you got to run start it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if anybody has to do that nowadays. Uh, uh, when, when, you, when someone pushes and you run start the car. Well, that's what reading yeah. reading does. Reading does that. It's good to read every day. Some things for your job, some things for school, but also read for your personal growth. Read for your personal growth. Post things around the house. Have a vision board or or even little post-its that post inspiration to you, that keep you positive. Your reading is leading you where you're going (laughs) and lets you know if you're going in the right direction. So that that's that's reading. But but then there's also the benefits of reading. Especially between father and child. Right? Incorporating multi-generational literacy offers a holistic approach to learning and growth. Reading can get together have a profound impact on enhancing relationships especially in the father dynamic and context. Here are a few things that happen when you read together. I remember reading in this very room, which is my prayer closet, used to be my kids' room. So I did a lot of reading to them in this room. It mm-hmm. becomes it becomes a shared experience. It's a shared experience where you bond together. It provides a common topic for discussion, reflection, and connection. Number two, quality time. Reading together requires focused attention, allowing fathers and children to spend quality time without distractions. This dedicated time reinforces the idea that the relationship is valued and important. Mutual learning. When reading together, you learn together. Both fathers and children have the opportunity to learn each other's perspectives. Children gain insights from their father's experiences, while fathers learn their children's fresh, new, and nuanced viewpoints and interpretations. Also, reading together also opens communication. Reading often prompts discussions. It prompts discussions about content, about characters, about themes, emotions. What are your favorite things? What did you like the most? What didn't you like about it? These conversations can naturally lead to deeper discussions about each other's personal experiences and the beliefs and feelings. It creates a safe space for open communication. Another thing that reading together does is it begins to foster and build empathy. Reading about different characters, their experiences, to foster sympathy and empathy understanding some tolerance that may not otherwise have been garnered. Fathers and children can discuss how characters feel, relate to those feelings in real-life situations, and develop a greater understanding of what it is to be human, what it is uh, to have an idea, and what emotions others may have. It also creates shared interests. Exploring various interests uh, uh, um, can also uh, uh, become a cherished memory where stories together can become part of the family's narrative and we have to go to a break and we will be right back. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yes, yes. Brothers, brothers, brothers. In Henry County, the men of Henry County, we believe every leadership position a man holds is ultimately a multi-generational fatherhood position. Brothers, are you looking for a safe place and a welcoming space to discuss your challenges and connect with like-minded individuals? Look no further. Our weekly meetings at Brother and Fathering provide an open forum for men to share, learn, and grow. Coming to you soon also in Nassau County, New York. However, in Georgia, every Thursday at 6 p.m. at 3951 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge, Georgia, the topic will include mental health, relationships, career growth, and more. Our experienced facilitators ensure a respectful and judgment-free environment. Don't let charities hold your back or beat you up. Choice to be part of a supportive community. Let's navigate life journeys together. Also, coming soon this month, actually September, Literacy Legacy at Centennial Elementary School in Roosevelt. And beyond, we suggest and encourage reading. That's our suggested reading. The Furthering Fathering Program Literacy Legacy is designed to foster reading as a normal and multi-generational activity. Book clubs, creative writing, public speaking, online reading, and guest readers and workshops serve as a backdrop for like-minded dads to build communities based in literacy. When a dad reads to his child, literacy is established as important. When a dad listens to his child read aloud, vocabulary improves, and the encouragement to speak publicly is sparked. The space where literacy is embraced by families becomes an empowerment zone. You are now listening to the best fatherhood radio show in the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Developing a legacy of literacy. Letting kids see you reading and hear you listening. Mm. We were just talking about building empathy. Um, reading often introduces you to an antagonist and protagonist. The empathy will most often be for the protagonist, but sometimes there's an understanding of the antagonist. And because uh, dads and children will discuss and how they feel, a deeper and better development of understanding of not only their own personal emotions, but how other people may differ and operate in their emotions. And then there's those shared experiences that, you know, various genres and various topics uh, identify shared interests. And, and sometimes there'll be things that you prefer uh, and, and there are things that your child will prefer. It's good to read a little of both to create and develop an understanding of each other on a deeper level. 
also reading heightens and blesses memory. One of the beautiful things when I had my stroke, as I sat in the hospital or laid in the hospital, I began to memorize more scripture. I memorized the periodic table of the elements. I memorized all sorts of things in a fight because I realized what was going on for my mind. So fighting the good fight of faith also includes remembering. Very often I forget how many times the word remember is written in the Bible when we're called to remember. And, and, and part of our faith is remembering already happened. Part of our hope is based in what has already happened and picturing an enhanced version of it or a repeat of it on a higher level in the future. So reading develops relationship. Reading develops legacy. Reading develops family. We hear so many stories about people being the first grad from college of their family. Anybody who's been to school, whether it be high school and then university, knows the increase in reading that goes from the lower levels of school to higher levels of learning. Interesting is the more you read and earnestly read, not Get the cheap book and read. The more you honestly read, the the deeper your knowledge becomes in an area. And it creates memories. It's funny how you remember things that you read a long time ago just when the subject is brought up. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, And you talked about it earlier. You like with your grandson. With your grandson, you become a role model of what is actually important. If you, if reading is important and you expect your children to do well, you should spend some time reading as well. I, I, re, I read a lot in the back, in back here in my prayer closet, and um, I spend a lot of time uh, listening too. Um, sometimes listening, uh, uh, the beautiful thing, about today's technologies is that you can do both simultaneously. Very often I read the Bible listening to Max, oh my goodness, what's his last name? (laughs) Uh, But but the gentleman who reads the Bible, I I listen to uh, him as I'm reading simultaneously. And and, and it blesses the reading. Because sometimes you bear Mm -hmm. off while you're reading especially if you have either an anointing or a busy life. Both of those can distract you from your reading because an anointing can cause you to veer off concepts and ideas that, oh, I can teach this, or I can can share this. And you don't complete the context. You get caught in a sentence, in a word, and it sparks something. But, But when you get used to context, you get a fuller, deeper understanding. And you get gain a respect as you read also. You gain a respect as you read. Through reading and discussing different viewpoints and characters, fathers and children learn to respect 
each other's individuality. They understand mm-hmm. the differences in opinion and perspective. Fostering imagination is one of the best, though. Reading will cause you to imagine. Books without pictures, even more so. Books with pictures do it too, yeah. though. Yeah. Books with pictures get you to imagine you being there and, and, and take you beyond the picture. It, it, the picture becomes a starting point. But when you start to read books without pictures, <laughs> then the whole world and the imagination that, that the Most High has blessed you with is open for business. <laughs> and, and finally, oh, well, really finally go ahead. It gets real deep, man, when you reading books that don't have pictures. Because <laughs> um, you're talking about really getting intense into reading what you're reading, the words, the lines, the sentences, the paragraphs, um, going back and rereading the, pre- the previous paragraph you just finished to make sure you got clarity out of it before you go forward so you don't mm-hmm. miss anything. There's so mm-hmm. much to it. Um it's only even special to read, man. I mean, I guess it's, it's, because it's second nature for me, so I don't even think about it. I just do it. Uh, yes. But you know, as you're depending on what you're reading and what you're what you, what is your uh, first of all, what is the reason for reading what you're reading? That's the key. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. pick up anything. You want to <laughs> something your eye to make you want to read it. Why is that? Is that a passion? Mm-hmm. Is it in line with what you want? Is it job related? Is it school related? Is is it um about a subject that you're interested in? You know, you gotta look at all those things in person that person's reading. You know. Mm-hmm. And if someone that's always reading something that's imparting information or giving understanding or, or creating an atmosphere for you to be able to get a revelation of something, there's some books that are that are for training. There are some books for edification. There's mm-hmm. there are some books for you know. I mean, they come in different perspectives. Like I may look at a book that's motivating, and then I'll turn around and read a book that deals with maybe six, six, you know skills, particular mm-hmm. skills. Like I have a book called Skill Success. It's it's a book that teaches and instructs how to be better at what you do. Take it to the next level. You know, don't 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 stop where you are, but see yourself beyond where you are right now with this same arena, and see what else can you do with this. Yes. Like like yes. if you're a carpenter, okay, don't stop yes. at reading the fundamentals of carpeting. Go to the next level of where it takes it on a, on a, on a, on a, another scale of carpeting mm-hmm. that requires yes. some more deeper intellect. Some more understanding of concepts. This is yes. how you grow in, in the skill that you want to learn. If yes, you're reading mastery. about, yeah, yeah, there you go, self mastery. Uh, yes. Which is his, uh, his author. He has two books: self mastery and skill success. Now, for somebody like me, that's like me having a full course meal when it comes to reading. It's so rich with so much in it that relates to you having an understanding of self, understanding of where you're going, what you want to do, how you want to do it, what does it take. You know, I mean, there's so many variations of, of, of what you can do with that in itself is that 
that at the end of the day, you're stimulated and your mind has been structured with something that you're constantly thinking. If I, uh, my wife and other you say, uh, you can turn your brain off now. <laughs> because I've been studying and reading so much that I don't even realize it, that when I'm not in something reading, I'm still there mentally. You know, and it, and it shows on my You know, I'm thinking about something that has to relate to something I had in front of me sometime before or the day before, maybe an hour before. Um, And I can go from two or three different subjects because that is, I found that place where for me reading, that's where I get stimulated. I don't get stimulated from reading that book, just this chapter here. I got to read the whole book. And because I have the ability to do that in a short period of time, for me, it's like, okay, then I'll go and get another book. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, how do you do that, man? I'm like, hey, I, I, can't, I cannot profoundly explain that to you in layman's terms. I just can't explain it. It's just something you do. But the result of it and, and the impact of doing that is so far reaching of what it does for you in life. Um it gives you a confidence because you get to see and understand things uh, beyond what you see every day. So when mm-hmm. you come in contact, you're not lost. You got yeah. some general understanding or idea. You may not, you're not going to know everything because you're not actually doing it, but you got a general idea of how that works or, or, or why this place looks the way it does because you've been there in whatever you were reading. Exactly. Close. It's time for us to close. Yes, reading is so important that it not only blesses us with information, but it causes us, it blesses us with the ability to resolve conflicts and make positive associations. Reading is so important that the Most High put some of his thoughts just enough that we can walk in relationship with him. And he put it mm-hmm. through using 40 authors over 1,500 years to write 80-something books. Some say 66. But, <laughs> but nevertheless, <laughs> he put it in, in writing so that it could bless us. So, Heavenly Father, yes. thank you, Lord, for blessing us with the ability to read, blessing us Amen. with the love of reading. We love your word, so we read it. This is further and fathering, where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by five core principles. Read from right to left or from left to right. H-E-A-R-T. Honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation and training. We thank you in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, who is the word, and the word must be read and understood so that we have victory. We thank you in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Until next week, shalom. Shalom, everyone.